Hey guys. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Crimes to the Times. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren. And today Haley is telling us about Julius Caesar. Yes. Okay, so guys, I'm going to tell you how I got onto this topic. I've been planning to talk about him ever since one time I was subbing. And uh, I wish the kids were learning about Julius Caesar. And we watched like 5 million little YouTube videos about it. And I was like, I was just the way that they talked about him and uh like what I learned about him like I don't remember I know I learned about him in school but I literally don't remember learning about him in school like I have knowledge of him but I don't remember how I got that knowledge so just like relearning about him I was like wow I really want to talk about him on this podcast because obviously what happens to Caesar he's murdered yeah he gets murdered so I mean it's a crime to murder someone right so yeah um so I wanted to start with I should have like wrote down how to say it but I'm pretty sure it's Veni Vidi uh, Vici which means I came I saw I conquered which is a Julius Caesar quote which I have heard before um that was Latin obviously I'm so good at Latin I used to study Latin but I gave up because I was not good you studied Latin yeah. I try to learn it yeah, no, I studied French, and my French is super bad, so. <laughs> so, I want to talk about um, a coup d'etat. Do you know what a coup d'etat is? No. So, do you know what a coup is? I don't think so. Okay, so, uh, it's a coup or an overthrow. Um, it's a sudden, violent, and illegal, of seizure, illegal seizure of power from a government. And... Um, it's a French word. Well, so coup, coup d'etat is French, and it means blow of state, or like in like smaller terms, rebellion. Okay. So like, people are always. I feel like you hear like the word coup in like a lot of things. Like, um, but um, what was a okay? So how I got to like coup d'etat was an interesting thing. So I was on Instagram, just scrolling on Instagram. And then I saw a trailer for the show called Serpent Queen or the Serpent Queen. And I think her name's like Catherine. She's like Queen Catherine. She gets married to, I think, um, someone in like the French, uh, the French Royal family or whatever. And, um, anyways, like, She's around, like, Mary, Queen of Scots time, if that helps anyone. But anyway, so I saw a trailer for this on Instagram. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I'm going to look it up on IMDb because that's what I do for everything. I look it up on IMDb. And then I was like, okay, now I'm more interested in, like, Catherine's story. So I look, like, I look her up. I Google her and I'm, like, on her Wikipedia page. And then I see this word coup d'etat and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, coups are really interesting. Like, People, like, overthrowing their government or whatever. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And so then I click on it. I Because you know how on, like, Wikipedia you can click on links and it sends you on another link? Yeah. Have you ever played the game where you guys, like, have to race to get to, like, a specific topic? So you click on the different links? No, I've never played that. That's actually really fun. So, uh, yeah. Basically, you, you give someone a topic and they all have to start out from, like, the first from the first page and they have to click on links they can't type it in they have to click on links till oh. they get to that topic on wikipedia it's actually really fun 
But anyways, so then I was like, okay, um, maybe I want to talk about like a coup. Like that would be fun to talk about. And I had like one in my mind and I was like, okay, this is the most popular one. And I kind of want to talk about him. But, um, then I watched, like, there was a watch mojo video of like most famous coups, like coup d'etats. And the girl talked about it and I was like, okay, let's see, let's see if there's any other ones. And then of course... I got to number one, which was Julius Caesar in the Ides of March, and I was like, okay, I think I'm going to talk about Julius Caesar. So that was my long-winded story of how I got to this point. point. (laughs) But I just thought it was interesting. Okay, so um, we've talked about this because we did a, um, a Jeopardy game, but so Caesar Salad. Is not named after Julius Caesar. It's named uh, it was invented in uh, Tijuana, Mexico, yeah. in nineteen forty or nineteen twenty four by an Italian immigrant named uh, he immigrated to Mexico, uh, Caesar Cardini. And then some people say that like like you know C section, a Caesarian section, was named after Caesar. It's not because <laughs> if his mom had a C section, she would not be alive. While he was a child, and she was alive while he was a child. Interesting. Oh yeah, I like until we played that Jeopardy game. I always thought yeah. it was like Julius Caesar nope. dressing. Guys, that play, that I learned that on um, Iron. I think it's Iron Chef, the one on Netflix. Alton Brown he taught me that Caesar salad was created in Mexico by an Italian immigrant, not. Um, it was not named after Caesar, Julius Caesar. Okay, so Julius Caesar, he was born Gaius Julius Caesar. He was born probably on July 12th in 100 BC. Uh, and he was named after his father and his grandpa. So his father uh, was a senator and his mother, her name was Aurelia Cotta. She came from a wealthy family. Um, even though she came from a wealthy family and his father was a senator, they weren't like super rich or anything or had much power in Roman politics, but they were pretty comfortable. Then around 85 BC, Julius, he was like 16 years old and his father died. And so he became like the man of the house. Yeah. And so his uncle, um, his name is Gaius Marius. We're gonna just gonna call him Marius. He was in a civil war with um, his rival. Okay, guys, everyone has the same name in this, so <laughs> it's like the queens of England all over again with a million Johns or whatever, whatever name was super. <laughs> so there is Lucius Cornelius Sola, and that was his uncle Marius. Um, I think it's Marius is like rival so i actually because um i thought i was going to become a history teacher in california i took this i studied for all the c-sets and i have a outline of this so i think this is say marius so this is i'm pretty sure this is julius caesar's uncle so this is what i have in my notes my my C-set study guide outline notes. So Marius was a very powerful Roman general. He made the Roman army very powerful by recruiting armies, by promising them land, and he made them take an oath. Uh, this caused the Roman army to no longer be controlled by the government, and that was now in the hands of individual generals. So, 
um, when Marius was like more in control of the city, he was in control with his ally, Luci- Lucius Cornelius Cinna. So I'm gonna refer to them as Sol- Sola and Cinna, so that they don't because they have the same two first names. Okay. So Cinna. See, think, every time you're gonna say Cinna, I'm gonna think of the Hunger Games. Yes, and he's good. So think Cinna, good. Okay. And gold eyeliner. And gold eyeliner. 100%. You can think that. (laughs) So, um, Marius and Cinna were allies, and they controlled the city of Rome. And so, they made Caesar, high priest of Jupiter, and I will tell you about that in just a second. And um, so, they made him high priest of Jupiter, which is very, like, that's very high up there. Like, he, like, he has, like, priesthood, whatever. Um, And they married him to Cinna's daughter, Cornelia. Um, I think he was, like, 17, and she might have been a little bit younger. So, they're, they're like, the same age, they're but they're, they're, they're young. Uh, and, like, later on, they had a daughter named Julia. So, uh, um, okay, so then, so, Sola, he was a Roman general and statesman, and he was the first man in the Republic to use his army to seize government power. He defeated Marius and restored power to the government with a strong Senate. But his actions set precedent for military coups. Hmm. So, there's that. That was in my notes. That I um, don't think I'll read any more from my, uh, my CSET study guide outline. It didn't help me that much. Because I only <laughs> passed one of those tests out of the three that I took. 500 times because of COVID. Um, Okay, so we're going back. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about some of the rules. Well, I'm going to... No. Anyways. Okay, sorry. So, uh, Marius was defeated by Sola, and then Sola thought of Caesar as his rival, and um, they... He was like, okay, no. You can't have, like... You, he just was like, you can't be married to, uh, Cornelia, and he tried to force him to divorce, uh, Cornelia. I think because she had, like, money, and if, if, like, he took that away, then, uh, Caesar would have nothing, but, uh, so Caesar left Rome so that he would not have to divorce his wife. He refused to... Like, he refused to, like, leave her, which is, you know, good job, my man. Like, yeah. we love that. Stand stand by your lady. Uh, so he was stripped of his priesthood, so he's no longer high priest of Jupiter. Um, his inheritance, uh, his wife's dowry got taken away, and then he went into hiding. So then later, um, I don't know how much later, but later, Sola was convinced to let Caesar back come back to Rome um, because... Uh, Caesar, his mother's, like, family, um, joined, like, Sola's side or whatever, and so they convinced him to let Caesar come back. And so, because Caesar, but the priest, he was no longer, like, a priest, he was able to join the military. So, I'm gonna tell you some of the high priests of Jupiter rules. So, they were not allowed to touch a horse. Oh. They can't sleep three nights outside of their bed. They can't sleep one night outside of Rome, and they can't look at an army. That's so weird. Which, 
is good because when you think about Julius Caesar, you don't think about him being like a priest. You think about him being like this general, this military leader. Like you don't think of him yeah. as like. So this let this helped because I was taken away. He was able to join the military, and so he left Rome again to fight like in like Asia because he didn't trust Sola. He didn't like. He was like, he's probably going to kill me or something. So he left Rome. He didn't trust Sola. And, yeah, so he he went, he joined the fights that went all the way to Asia. And he had, I'm not going to go into all of his victories because this would, podcast would be a hundred years long. Because the history on Julius Caesar is a hundred years long, guys. I can't get into all of it. The, the Cleopatra part. I'm going to breeze over it because we're going to be talking about... We'll be talking about that for a million years. Um, so he... I'm going to make sure I didn't forget anything. Oh, um, Rome was a republic. I don't know if I said that. So that's kind of important to know. Rome is a pub and a republic. And a republic, so they're controlled by the Senate. They don't have, like, one leader, yeah. if that makes sense. That's important to know. So he like helped many with helped with many military victories. He was a man of distinction. And then in uh, seventy eight BC Sola died. So I don't know if you guys remember, but like when it's BC, it like as the years go on, the numbers get smaller, if you remember that. Because then it goes like one BC, then it goes to like A D or whatever. Yeah. Um so Caesar came back to Rome after Sulla died, and he had no money, so he lived in, I think it's Sabura, which is like a lower class, lower class like neighborhood because he didn't have very much money. Um, he like had like, um, he like had like not a terrible house there, but he was like a man of the people. Like he, like even though he like grew up like his family like they weren't like they weren't necessarily rich but he grew up comfortably he like knows what it's like to like have no money and he sees like how it affects people around him so then he became a prosecutor like a ruthless prosecutor and brought down the governors like corrupt governors who like extorted money and just spread all their corruption everywhere Every the people loved him like he <laughs> Was the people's princess. Like, princess die. I kid you not, the people loved him. And they loved him throughout his life. And so, when stuff happened, it was bad. So, he, um... So, another reason why people loved him, because he was super brave and he was super smart. Um, there was, at one point, Caesar was kidnapped by pirates. Oh. And they were like... Okay, um, we're gonna ransom you. We need this much money. And then Caesar was like, No, no, I'm worth more than that. Ask for more than that. That's what he <laughs> says to them. And so they asked for whatever, I think it's like 50 gold pieces or something. Um, and so then they pay the ransom. Uh, the pirates let him go. Then Julius Caesar is like, No, no, you cannot kidnap me without, um, punishment so then he kills all of them oh my goodness so he didn't want them to suffer so he slit all their throats first 
And then he crucified them. So they just crucified after they did. They were dead, which I think is terrifying. Yeah, that is very terrifying. Um, like I said, he's a ruthless. But people were like, he's so brave and he's like courageous and they all loved him. So, uh, he was elected, I think it's like Quisitor. I don't know. Guys, don't test me on my, um, my, I don't know if this is a Latin word or an Italian word or something or a French word. Don't test me on that. Okay. In 69 BC. And, which is, like, an elected official. He, he supervised the state treasury and conducted audits. So, and also the same year his wife, um, Cornelia, died. They think she died in childbirth. Oh. Um, and then, so we're going to fast forward a little bit. So then the tri- the first trium- triumvirate, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong, was created. So it's a government, like, led by three people with equal power. So they weren't, like public so they just created this group and so this group consisted of Crassius and Pompey and Caesar so uh, Caesar was in debt to Crassius and Pompey uh, got married to Julius Caesar's daughter Julia oh. and Crassius and Pompey were at odds but like Caesar brought them together they were men who had, like, enough money and political influence. And, um, so they were, like, they just made this group. And then they proposed a law to redistribute public lands to the poor. So, giving lands to the poor. Love that. We love that. And then that made it public, like. And so they had, like, these, these men... With their, they got a lot of power. Um, Caesar was thought as like a danger to wealthy elite people because he like was he had he was always he always would look out for like the poor like and like that was his like group. He wanted to like help those people, not the rich. Like he prevented like there was like a law. Well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Anyways, so he was a danger to the wealthy elite. That's also important to remember. He's a danger to the wealthy elite. <laughs> um, so he, like I said, Caesar was in debt to Crassius. He had other debts because, like, he didn't have, like, like all his stuff, all his money, all that was taken away from him from Sola. So he didn't, he needed money. And the way to make money was by winning military campaigns. So then he went out and... I'm going to, like, kind of talk a little bit, a little bit. So, there, in, I think it's Gaul, he defeated two Germanic tribes, he defeated other European tribes, he invaded Britain, but was unsuccessful, but people viewed him with respect because he even made it to Britain, like, that was, like, a lot for them back in the day, and, um, so they viewed him with respect for, like, all those campaigns, like, I kid you not, Julius Caesar, the people's princess. Like, you know, like, how much people love Princess died right now? Like, and back in the day, they loved Julius Caesar. The people loved him so much. Okay, so then, Julia, she died in childbirth, his daughter, died in childbirth in um, 54 BC, 
And so that was, like, who Pompey was married to. And Caesar's like, oh, no, you need to marry someone. Like, here, marry one of my nieces. And then he's like, no. So that was bad news for their triumphant. And then um, in 1950, oh, sorry, not 1950. Well, that's not in the 1950s. In 53 BC, Crassus died in a military campaign. So first thing, Pompey, like, his connection to Pompey was his daughter. She died. Yeah. Then Crassius, the other, the third person in there, their try, their group of, like, their group, he died. And um, then Pompey married the daughter of one of Caesar's political enemies. No! So, the end of the triumvirate. The uh, Yep, their enemies. So, Caesar was like, I'm gonna go do my military campaigns, because that's what he does best. So, he defeated 300 tribes and destroyed 800 cities. Oh, my goodness. He was... His... So, they talked about his legion. Like, his army was so loyal to him. And they talked about how he's a very proud man who remembered everyone's name, like, from every centurion to every, like, captain. He remembers, like, all their names. So. Wow. The People's Princess. <laughs> um, so the Pompey, he and the Senate feared Caesar's power because Caesar, like, you know how much power you get, like, by winning all these military campaigns and having, like, a whole, like, legion, like, an army love you, like, be devoted to you, like, you can't, they can't question your, their loyalty to yeah. you. So they were scared. And Caesar's like, you scared me. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use that. So Caesar comes to Rome with, I get his very loyal legion. And then Pompey is afraid. The Senate wants Pompey to fight Caesar. Um, so Pompey flees to Spain and Caesar, he goes to Spain to fight Pompey because they're enemies now. And so, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I know people have heard Mark Anthony and Cleopatra and Caesar. I'm gonna blast past these people. So, <laughs> Caesar left Mark Anthony, who was his ally, in, in Rome to take care of Rome. The Senate... So, Caesar is, goes to Spain to fight Pompey, and Pompey doesn't want to fight Caesar because he knows, like, he might have some upper hand, but he knows in the end Caesar's gonna win. And the Senate's like, no, you need to fight Caesar. And then, um, so Caesar ends up defeating Pompey. Pompey, like, flees. He goes to, like, Egypt. And, um, so then, uh, so then the senators, okay, see how much power Caesar really does have. Caesar, he didn't, like, kill everyone in, um, Pompey's, like, army or on his side he like he um i'm trying to think of the word did i write it down he pardoned a bunch of people like even made some of them his allies and um he was trying to like get back in the good graces like the senators they wanted him because he had so much power and they wanted to gain his favor so he's trying to like make good on that and then because he didn't want to show, like, people, like, oh, like, I have to kill everyone who's against me. Like, he didn't want to do yeah. that. 
So Pompey, he fled to Egypt. And then the pharaoh in Egypt beheaded Pompey and oh like gave Caesar this gift of Pompey's head. And Caesar no. was mad because he was trying to like, he was like, I'm trying to get on the people's good side. Like if, if I like am presented this head, it makes it seem like I'm this violent guy. And so he's really upset. So then he goes to Egypt. Um, and so he goes to Egypt and he like warred against, uh, Egypt's Pharaoh, which I think is Ptolemy the 13th. And he won and he made Cleopatra the ruler and then became lovers. <laughs> the rest is history with Cleopatra, who then ends up with Mark Anthony. We all know that, yeah. right? Um, I mean, I've never seen the movie. Lord, I think you have. Yes, I have. And did you say it was scary? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about, um, Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, because there's, like, one scene with, like, Potiphar's wife. Oh, yeah. And I saw it, I was like, I'm traumatized. Well, they look naked. <laughs> yeah, there's literal nudity in, like, Cleopatra, because that's, like, the, what's her name? Um. Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth, yeah. Um. Which I used to be, like, obsessed with the old movies. Uh-huh. And that one... I was young, and I turned it on, and then I was like, oh my goodness, and so then I turned it off. And well, I don't think I ever finished it. The thing with, like, old movies is that they'll say they're PG. Yeah. And then there would be, like, naked people in them, and I'm like, I did not expect to see Jodie Foster naked in this movie. It said it was PG. I didn't expect to see her. And I was traumatized. But that was a different movie. I can't think what that movie was. That was a very specific event. But, yeah, no, the, they'll say the movie's, like, PG, and then you see naked people, and I'm like, excuse me, I'm a child. I'm allowed to watch PG movies. Like, <laughs> why does this have nudity in it? Thank you. Anyways, so, um, he, Caesar then becomes, like, so the senators want his power, or they make him dictator. Like, they give him the title of dictator for a year. I am, this is where it gets kind of confusing. I'm like, okay, they're a public, but they make a dictator, like, Okay, that's that's on them. I don't really know how that works. Anyway, so he becomes dictator. They create the Julian calendar, and they add July after Julius Caesar. So that's why we have July. Um, I feel like I knew that. And then the Julian calendar is very, very similar to our current calendar now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, um, and trying to see if I've forgotten anything. Nope, I think we're gonna move on to the next part. So he had more victory um, because he was a very good, like, military like, person. Like, that was his thing. He was so good at it. And then he was made dictator for ten more years and he had a bunch of social reforms for the lower and middle class. He did tax reform, he did subsidized grain, he reduced government debt, he supported veterans, and wanted Roman citizenship for, like, um, for people, like, for people, like, around Rome and far away from Rome, he wanted them to, like, be able to be citizens, and I'm like, okay, social reform king, we love this, Yeah. the people's princess, um, The rich people were mad because he, there's like one thing he like, he like prevented like lavish spending on like for the rich or something like for certain things. And I was like, you know what, King, 
king. King. Um, so I'm going to talk about Brutus really quick. So Marcus Junius Brutus, he was pardoned by Julius Caesar. He was on the side of Pompey because I think like his adopted father or whatever, like his like his mother-in-law or his wife, something or sister-in-law was like married to Pompey or something. So something crazy like that. And Brutus was fighting on the side of Pompey, but so uh, Brutus's mother, I think it's like Servilia, she either was the lover of Julius Caesar back in the day, or um, like that was a rumor. I'm not 100% sure. So there is some speculation that Brutus might be Julius Caesar's illegitimate child. Oh. Um, but they're like, that doesn't make sense because Julius Caesar would have to be in 15. Um, I'm pretty sure 15-year-olds can make a baby, so. Yeah. It could still be his child. I am, a, I like the, I love a good tragedy, like Shakespearean tragedy, Greek tragedy, love it. So I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, this is his child. <laughs> that's like, that's me being like, okay, that's going to be his child. Anyways. So, Julius Caesar, like, this is, like, when Pompey, like, before he died, this is, like, after the battle, he, Julius Caesar, um, he pardoned Brutus, and then he made him, like, an ally and accepted him as a close advisor, and Julius loved him like a son, and so Brutus was, like, he was, he became, like, he was in the Senate, he became, like, a senator or whatever, and then... Um, so that was just a little info on Brutus, because he's important. Do you know who Brutus is? Um, honestly, like, it sounds so familiar, yeah. but I have forgotten, like, everything about Julius yeah. Caesar, so. I mean, literally, when I think of Julius Caesar, I think of in, I can't help but, um, think of Mean Girls when Gretchen Wiener's like, I would totally stab Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, like, someone who betrayal sits with me a lot like yeah I'm like I would never forgive them like we're playing like a game or something and you lie and I believed you or whatever I'm like you betrayed me we're enemies even though it's like a game yeah um (laughs) okay sorry um so in 44 BC Julius Caesar was made dictator uh perpet Perpetuo? I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. But it's dictator for an unlimited term. Unlimited? Unlimited term. So forever. Yeah, if you're the dictator, especially, you're not going to step down. No. And so this, the sen- like the Senate were like, oh no, he has too much power. Um, and they feared a monarchy because they spent all this time, like their ancestors fought for a republic. And like Julius Caesar has too much power. Like, we got to stop him. And... Because they did not want to have just one person in power. They did not want a monarchy. They did not want a dictator. They just wanted, like, a republic, democracy, whatever. And so the cons- so then there was a conspiracy against Julius Caesar. So the conspirators, they called them the libera- liberators. Or, like, libertors. I don't know. I, they said it fun, like, in a fun way, like... On one of the YouTube videos I was watching. 
So, so I don't think it's actually lib- Liberators. It's something cool like Libertors or something like that. Um, so the lead of this conspiracy was uh, Gaius Cassius Longus. So we're going to call him Cassius. And so Cassius planned it. So there... Um, so this is going to be like a, like a scandal for Julius and it's going to be like cancel culture. They're just, they're going to try to cancel him. So he's yeah. not a dictator. Yeah. Anymore. They cancel him. They try to cancel him for forever. <laughs> okay. No. So there is, um, so it talks about this in like Julius Caesar, like in, um, like Shakespeare's play, Julius Caesar. And, um, there's this like philosopher, old philosopher dude who said that Julius Caesar was warned by, like, a soothsayer, a seer, like, one of those, like, mystical people who are like, I see your future, <laughs> um, th- to beware, like, the Ides of March. So the Ides of March is, like, uh, it's, like, a festival time where they celebrate, like, Jupiter, like, the god Jupiter, and, um, so it's, like, a festival time, it's, like, a sacred time, so, I'm like, the fact that they did this during this, during a sacred time, I'm like, you guys are bad yeah, naughty bad people news. so um and there it was said that like so i think that ides of march i think it ends on like the 14th and um uh or like the 15th that's ending on the 15th and julius caesar he's like gonna walk to the senate building to like talk to them before he went on a military campaign and it was said that like he passed by the seer who was like told him beware of the Ides of March and he's like I made it like I don't know what you're talking about so it's March 15th okay he goes into I think it's like their capital building I think it's like capital it's like got a weird name it's like uh Capitoline Hill or something so he goes there and there's like a senate meeting and Julius Caesar he's about to leave to go on another military campaign because that's like what he does best and he gets there and there's 60 there's there's 60 conspirators and they all have daggers oh my goodness and they pull out their daggers and he's like what the heck and so they all start stabbing him and then wait how many people are stabbing him well there's 60 people like conspirating against him but he only gets stabbed like well I shouldn't say only he got stabbed 23 times oh my goodness so this part to me is the saddest thing I've ever heard well it's not the saddest thing I've ever heard so Julius Caesar he was struggling against them he was fighting back until he saw Brutus his maybe illegitimate child the person who he loved he sees Brutus. No. And. Not Brutus. He says, this is, okay. So it's kind of speculative, speculatory what he says. Someone said that he said, and you, child. Um, and famous Shakespeare, he said, uh, Shakespeare, this is what Shakespeare wrote. He wrote, um, A2 Brute, which means, and you, Brutus. But someone in the, 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 the audience or whatever they thought that they heard him say, and you child, which makes it seem like, oh, you're my child. Yeah. And so after he saw Brutus betraying him, he gave up. Like, Julius Caesar gave up. He stopped fighting. He just let it happen. That's so sad. Like, it, I, when I, 
like, so when I was subbing, in the we watched a video, and the video they talked about that, and I was like, I this is a tragedy. I this is so sad. Yeah. And so he stabbed twenty three times, um, and these people underestimated the popularity of Julius Caesar, so they thought like, we we stopped him. He's not a dictator anymore. Like he gets murdered. They had this coup d'état against him. They thought it was going to benefit them. Oh boy, were these people wrong? <laughs> Ooh. So, the um, the people. Because Julius Caesar, the people princess, um, saw the Senate as corrupt. They're like, you guys are corrupt. You murdered Julius Caesar. Like, there, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And so the Rome was in a state of, like, panic. And um, senators, they fled. Like, a bunch of them fled. Um, all the assassins, they barricaded themselves, um, in the Capitoline Hill building. Oh my goodness. And then, so during Caesar's funeral, Mark Anthony, uh, he delivered a passionate speech and he, um, okay, so this is what it said, I think in one of the videos, he said he whipped the crowd up into a frenzy, which makes me think of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode that... I think I showed you or my brother showed you when they're when they're in the gas station and Danny DeVito's like Danny DeVito's like we can't loot yet because the crowd needs to be whipped up in a frenzy yeah. and then the car the car drives into um, it's like during like a hurricane or something and the car drives into the gas station like drives into it and um, Danny DeVito starts yelling loot and then they all start, everyone starts grabbing stuff and looting the store, and it's, like, super funny. You guys need to look up, like, uh, the loot episode of, um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because it was literally hilarious. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking, because it said, whipped up into a frenzy. So, Mark Anthony, he impassioned the people. The people were, like, fight the, fight, fight the Senate, fight the power. So, all the liberda- liberators... They are forced out of Rome. There are civil wars. And then Brutus killed himself. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, and this was the end of the Republic because then it came the Roman Empire. So uh, they yeah. literally, they literally, they had a Republic. What they did caused the opposite effect of what they wanted. R.I.P. Yeah, so then they had an emperor and it became an empire. And, um, so, in Dante's Inferno, so Dante, so this is how different people view this. So, Dante, he, uh, sees Cassius, so, like, the one who led the, like, he created, like, the, he had, it was his plan, he hatched the plan. Brutus and Judas Iscariot. They're all in the center of hell. Like, so he wrote them. So Dante has, like, these different, like, levels of hell or whatever. Uh So Dante wrote those three men. So in comparison, like, so Brutus and Cassius are the same level as Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. Um, He put them at the center of hell. So in Dante's Inferno, like, the center of hell is being eternally chewed 
chomped on by like Satan. Yucky. So that's how they're gonna spend the the rest of forever getting chewed up by Satan. Ew. And then, so I think Shakespeare and um, I don't know what the first name of, but you know Gulliver's Gulliver's uh, Travels. Do you know who wrote that book? Something Swift. Oh, I don't know. I've seen the movie. Yeah. Which was terrible. I've never seen it, so. But those two, Shakespeare, they kind of talked about how Brutus was honorable. Because in Shakespeare, um, it ends with, I think, Mark Anthony saying that Brutus, like, had honor. And then Swift uh, and Gulliver's Trials, they talk about how Brutus, like, did what he's supposed to. But. Huh. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Um, I love Shakespeare. I've never read Julius Caesar, like Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, but I love Shakespeare. So I was like, I was like, um, oh, Shakespeare is a cool person because he's also a man of the people because he'd make fun of the monarchy in his plays, which is like king behavior. And yeah. like the monarchy would come watch his plays like <laughs> as he made fun of them, like Queen Elizabeth, like the first one. He, like, make fun of her in his plays. It's like a roast. Yes, and she would watch them. So I was like, okay, scary behead. I'd be scared I'd get beheaded, but okay. And then we love Shakespeare because um, he's married to Anne Hathaway. And um, (laughs) then if you look up Anne Hathaway's real Anne Hathaway, our time, her husband, he looks like Shakespeare. So everyone thinks that they're time travelers. It's like, it's a funny, it's one of those funny internet conspiracies. But I think that's all I have on Julius Caesar. Thank you. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yes. I think it's, oh, I should say, like, so Julius Caesar, like, he has his bad moments. Obviously, he literally slit people's throats and crucified (laughs) them. And he, when he was, he, like, did, I, I don't know if it was, like, gladiator stuff but I kind of imagine it because it's like Rome but he had like things where I think it was like 300 animals died and then like 2,000 prisoners of war died in like one of those kind of battles oh wow yeah but that I'll put that out there because I mean he had his he was he did good things but he also did a lot of bad things yeah so it's up to you like whether you guys think that Brutus was in the right or in the wrong. I personally think murdering your, like, your father figure is a bad thing. Murder, in general, is bad yeah. for any type of murder, but um, that it's, is a crazy way to die. It is a crazy way to die, and it didn't, like, benefit them. Like, maybe, like, okay, like, you're like, we need, like, like America fighting against, like, the British, like, I mean, we won in the end, so it was worth it. But, like, was this worth it? Yeah. Hmm. It's just an interesting thing in history, and that coup did not work because it literally backfired against <laughs> all their faces. So, I'm like, okay, have fun, guys. Have fun, guys, being in the Roman Empire. Thank you so much for listening and supporting our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Crimes Through the Times. And look for us on Spotify. Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. Here's a sneak peek of next week's episode. Um, 
all we did was play a card game. <laughs> I was like, this is, love this. <laughs> You're like, this is not the college experience I was hoping for. Oh, uh, okay. Trevor was like, bathroom. am I being used? Yeah. Am, am I an object? He, he was like, Trevor. He was like, um, Trevor's not a sketch, right? I can. No. Okay. No. Trevor's Trevor like, uh, excuse me.